0: back to the Book Squad podcast. I am Polly. And I am Adam. And I am Christina. Yes, today we have a very special guest. Hey! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like a very special episode of... After school special. Is it going to be that kind of episode? (laughs) I'm new. Is this going to be a cautionary tale or is this going to be just like good
0: times? Don't get in cars with strangers. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, you're going to know why this is a cautionary tale in just a minute. Yes, exactly. Christina, what are we talking about? Vampires. (laughs) Okay. Before we get to that... What else do we want to talk about? I This is a perfect – I mean, we're right before Halloween. This mm-hmm. is a perfect opportunity we have on the yes. Halloween queen. Yay. Spooky queen. The spooky it's queen. queen. The, I used to think I was a Halloween queen, and then I met you, <laughs> you and met then me. I just gave up. And you were like, oh, my God. I gave up. I was just like, <laughs> I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm done. Christina, how's the Halloween
0: queen it's patented? It's a lifestyle,
2: man. It's, it's good. I'm stressed because we have – A week left of this month and I'm inwardly like hyperventilating because there's only so many cool spooky things you can do in one month. (laughs) Reading all the spooky books, watching all the scary movies, (laughs) visiting all the haunted attractions um, and then work. So you're kind of trying to tell as many people as possible about all the spooky books and all the scary movies and you wait all year man and, <laughs> and then it
1: ends I'm, and
2: you're just like oh. i know it's like your birthday you're just, kind of you, like
1: wait all year yeah I i'm know actually this is your super bowl so it
2: is i usually i have my yard decorated by now but i'm waiting literally until the day before halloween because all of my tombstones are styrofoam and when i put them out too early Um, October is a very blustery, windy month. Did I say windery? Um, (laughs) And they blow away and I tend to find my tombstones in other people's yards. Oh, my gosh. Or just vanished. And so I'm going to wait until the the night before Halloween. problems I never thought someone could have. I need to invest in like the heavier ones from Spirit Halloween. Right.
1: Now, I have to confess I'm a little disappointed that you don't. Have actual stone I know. <laughs> tombstones that you have actually hand I chiseled. Well,
2: you know what's funny? I'm di- I'm disappointed. I am a spooky gal, but I am not a crafty gal. <laughs> I I'm not a DIY <laughs> person. Okay. So, and I'm also a thrifty, cheap, gal. <laughs> so I buy the styrofoam ones, not the heavy, like plastered ones from Spirit Halloween that the cool people invest in. Plus. I don't have a lot of storage space, so I can't fit those. I literally shove all my tombstones in my closet after Halloween, so the the styrofoam fits nice mm-hmm. in like a. So. Yeah.
1: No, you I do. You have a, a you have a cute, adorable house. You're gonna Thank need you. to just get like. One of those pods that you rent yeah. that live in your Apparently. backyard. Just just for your Halloween. Apparently. Stuff. Just for we have your decor. non rest of the year Halloween. No. Because you have Halloween stuff that's yes. up all year. Yes. And then you have your extra special. My extra but spo-
2: Yeah, this is, is when I bring the rest of my Halloween stuff out. <laughs> there's spooky decor and then there's Halloween decor. It's like yep. a whole
0: the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. So I understand that as a fellow spooky decor yes. person. Yes,
2: I'm ready for Creepmas though. That's next. I gotta get the tree Creepmas. out. Mm-hmm. Creepmas. I gotta get you know the tree and the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, and all the spooky Christmas I things. I love that.
1: <laughs> that's, I'm so excited. That's a, that's a holiday I could get behind. Yeah. Creepmas. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's I'm a lifestyle. It. I love it. Do you – does anyone have, like, actual Halloween plans? I'm sure you probably do. Um,
0: I My friend is – slash former LPL employee um, <laughs> is throwing a, a Halloween party, and apparently there's, like, multiple steps involved, and there's, like, a timetable, and there's a bunch of activities, and I'm very excited for that. We'll see if I have the spoons, but I'm excited. <laughs> Otherwise, probably watching scary uh, movies movies and eating candy and um,
1: being a a (laughs) grown-up. Being a grown-up. Yeah. No. I I don't do anything fun anymore since all of my kids have. I know. I was – my birthday is right before Halloween, so I was always, like, super Halloween-focused. And then I had kids, and so then I was extra Halloween-focused because Mm -hmm. we had to get them costumes, and there's always a thing, and we made it a big deal. And then I don't know. I've just sort of like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's I feel that I've drifted away, and it makes me sad because I love Halloween, Halloween. and I love October. And yeah, so I, I mean, I, I don't have decoration the first up in my house right now. I know it is <laughs> it's okay, it's all good. so. But what we do, <laughs> I mean, we moved to a new place, whatever, seven plus years ago now, yes. and we thought. We would have a lot more trick or treaters there than we get, and we don't get as many as I wish that we got. So we usually get a big giant bowl of whatever candy we like because we know we're going to end up with (laughs) a ton left over. Hello, Kit Kats and Twix. And then um, then we just eat those and stare forlornly out the door, waiting for (laughs) people, waiting for children to come in their costumes and then give them way too much candy because there's only a handful that come by. So, oh. that's generally what we do, and also the the spooky movies we watched. Um, we started. We watched Corpse Bride last night, and oh, I, I watched movie. another spooky Practical Magic was a while yes. back. Yep. I'm behind on my spooky movies, also. So, Honestly,
2: same. Yeah, you can only fit so many. Shockingly, actually, I have not watched a lot of spooky movies this year. Oh wow! But. I'm doing the same. Halloween for me is the children's night. Like I'm waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting for the children. That's my favorite part. I, I love. You sound like a witch. <laughs> I I dress up as a witch and I wait for.
0: Do you, to you offer them, them like
1: gingerbread? Yeah. No. That
2: although if I were that kind of person who baked, I would probably,
1: I would probably do that. But. Have um, like a little fake oven on your porch. <laughs>
2: I wanted to get an animatronic <laughs> witch on the up. porch, but then I, I was afraid of scare. But I, it is literally I'm I am. It's usually why I take the day off. I'm preparing the yard, and I have these uh, lanterns, these glass jar lanterns that my siblings and I made. And they're my good luck lanterns. And I light them in hopes that it will summon the children. And I have them down my like, <laughs> and sidewalk. The great pumpkin and Pumpkin. the Great Pumpkin. Yes. No, exactly. And I, I light all the lanterns and the tombstones are out. And everything is lit up in the yard. And the candy is ready. And I literally will sit. And I'll have, like last year we had a movie on, but I'm listening. You can actually hear children through the door. And it's like the cutest thing. And, oh. and I wait. And because we moved into our house... Last year, like, that first knock on the door, I I shed a tear. (laughs) And my husband was like, are you serious? I was
1: like, they came. They're here.
2: I know. One kid, I asked him what his favorite candy was. And he was like, Kit Kats. And I didn't have any. And I was like, come back next year and I will have... All the Kit Kats. And so I specifically, just in case he comes back, I bought so many. <laughs> I bought so much for that kid because oh. I did not have Kit Kats last year. That's. Um, we'll Apparently, see how it
1: goes. yeah, we'll, we, we have a lot at our house if, if he, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I don't know, if he moved to our neighborhood, he'll be okay. The other thing I forgot I used to do is it was tradition always to carve pumpkins on my birthday since it's. Oh, that's oh, cute. Yeah, since so it's, it's the 29th that. that was tradition to carve. And then they would be fresh and ready for. Halloween, and we don't do that anymore either. I got old, and I realized how itchy my arms were when I would carve pumpkins. Yeah. I don't know what it is it's, in pumpkins that make my skin itch, but...
2: I'm glad it's not just me, because it makes my skin itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, it's just something in the...
1: Something in the pumpkin. The juices. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the pumpkin's defense system. Do you, like, <laughs> do you stick you? your
2: hand, like, in? Oh, yeah. I hadn't realized how, when I taught pre-K, I would have them, like, dig their hands in, like, pumpkin guts as, like, a fun, like, sensory thing. And some kids were like, ew, I don't want to do that. And I was like, that's fine. But— I usually use the scoop, and so I actually put my hand in there, and I was like, "This is gross. It's <laughs> <is> gross. <laughs> don't. It's so slimy and, itchy. and
1: gross." And I, yeah, I used to do it every year, but I haven't done it. I don't know. Maybe oh. this year, where the whole fam's getting together, because my birthday's on on Sunday, so Yay. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a pumpkin do one or party. a few for yeah. old time's sake. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. It's cute little tradition. tradition. Okay.
0: I never carved pumpkins, but last year I took home a pumpkin and I left it in my kitchen for about eight months until oh, it started oh to rot. And that was a fun experiment
1: oh. for me. <laughs> they uh, they do be lasting, though. They, they last a long time. The little ones? <laughs> yeah. Forever. Because I was just it's like, gorgeous. okay,
0: it's going to be just a cute little decor item yeah. slash organic thing in my house for like a couple months and then I'll have to get rid of it. And then I was like, wait a minute. Nothing's happening. It doesn't <laughs> smell, and I would like periodically check it. And I'd look at the bottom, and I'm just like it's perfectly fine. So I just had a, a little pumpkin pet for a while, and then it it, it had to go bye bye. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do it again this year. Yeah. It'll Just be weird. <laughs> It'll be like, yeah. How light in the
1: corner? Mm-hmm. How long yeah. does it
0: take for a pumpkin to rot? <laughs> you
2: pick Very it up. Exciting. and there's a stain of like juices from mm-hmm. it's, ugh, it's so delightfully gross yeah.
1: yeah I do I do like to
0: leave them out then for the squirrels to eat. Yeah. yeah yeah same it's so funny to see them
2: do yeah. you I well after a while I think after Thanksgiving I cut them up and I think the neighbors think it's weird because I like literally like take them to the back and I it looks like I've got a tray of pumpkin
1: slices take there. them just out for the squirrels like, yeah you're nice I just am <laughs> like if you can get through the skin you can have it yeah. <laughs> otherwise <laughs> too bad for you survival of <laughs> no. the fittest little guy <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe I'm mean. I don't know. Happy Thanksgiving. Free <laughs> food. That's very kind of you. I just, I don't know.
2: I felt wasteful throwing it away if they're not rotted yet. And they're going to dig in them anyway when I leave yeah, them on my Yeah, that's true. They're
1: just going to. Y- you're, you're smart. I, they just always make a mess on my porch. And they make my dogs go crazy oh, no. because they're out on the porch. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. I'm doing with my life. I should just cut them up and take them in the backyard. You're right. It's a fun time. Alright, so what what really are we gathered here today to talk about? Yeah, vampires, I guess. <laughs> vampires. Yeah.
0: Yay. Speaking of creepy, spooky fun things.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Who wants to start off by talking about vampire recommendations? Is it me? Is
1: it? Is, it you, <laughs> Is it you? Or I'm sure you'll have much more. You'll have much more than me. I know for sure. So I don't, I don't, know. don't know if you want, like, me to just kick out my paltry few. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I would. I don't even know if they're recommendations necessarily. Just. Well, no, I'm curious what I <laughs> what I've read. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I. Uh, realize how few that I've actually read. So, Mm -hmm. um, Interview with a Vampire. of course. Yeah. It's classic. classic. Yeah. I loved that book when I first read it. I don't know if it's as good as I remember it being because Mm -hmm. this was the 80s. Yeah. And I was young and I was like, this is so creepy and sexy and like very, it just was compelling. And I read it and I read the, you know, whatever, Listat And then what was the next one? I, Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Queen Damned is Damned. in there, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I think I don't I'm know the, the last one. But um, So, loved it. Loved the movie. It was very creepy and homoerotic and beautiful. <laughs> um, and then, uh, <laughs> that was really good. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, then the only other thing I can think that I read was the Black Dagger Brotherhood. So, ooh. Which is, um, it's a romance series, mm. vampire, um, I hope J.R. Ward's not listening, it's not <laughs> the the most well edited, mm. I'm not going to say it's not well written, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that she wrote it perfectly and it just didn't get edited well, but um, it is. it can be a little bit repetitive and there can be some stuff, but it's just like, bonkers fun kind of, (laughs) like, romance. So I I read a number of those. Dark Lover is the first one, and then I just kind of fell off the wagon. But they are really, really popular, and she's still publishing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's incredibly popular.
1: I've shelved so many of her books. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's my – I'll recommend those and see if Mm -hmm. anybody, like, gets into it. See if they love it. Yeah, um, my –
0: I was looking and I was just like, I don't think I read a lot of vampire stuff either. But then I was thinking about – I just like did a Google search and I was like, actually, no, I did read this series and I really, really love it and I constantly recommend it. But the Parasol Protectorate series by Mm. Gail Carriger, it's not directly about vampires, but it's like supernatural creatures. So like the main character, her best friend is like a very fancy vampire – And um, there's just like vampires and werewolves and like other stuff happening. So it's just like supernatural creatures, uh, fun time. It's like a steampunk Victorian esque book. Um, Very, very fun and witty. The main character is just kind of um, just very sassy. So it's like if you like a sassy protagonist, that one's really fun. Um <laughs> a very fancy vampire. So is yeah. she fancy.
1: Is the main character then something? She or, is or does that give something away? Yes. She is like I can't remember the exact term for what she
0: is, but essentially her ability is a total lack of magic. So like she could like touch someone. And it negates their abilities. So, like, her – like, she's, like – whatever they're referred to as, they're, like, incredibly rare, don't happen that often and kind of, like – treated in society like you're weird like okay. we don't like you go away cuz mm. like this is a world where like you can have like vampires in high society and that's perfectly normal and fine mm-hmm. so they're just like you're mm, why well, we don't know about you you can make us vulnerable so go away oh. <laughs> but it's it's really interesting play on yeah like vampires and werewolves and like other magic stuff right
1: i don't know where this fits in because we're talking about books, and I'm sure there's, like, a billion. I've watched way more vampire movies than I've read books. Mm-hmm. But I'm just completely, like, I have completely just uh, glossed over that I watched The Heck Out of True Blood. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> I was
1: obsessed Completely with glossed True Blood. over. I mean, at yeah. uh, some season, I gave up. It was close oh, to yeah. the end. I don't oh, remember yeah. what it was. I think was, everybody gave up. <laughs> I, yeah. But um, definitely... I really liked True Blood. Yeah. I really
0: did. Yeah. I I think I read the first book in that series and then a couple other things by that author. Um, I have not like any of the books. Exactly. They're they're fun. They're just pulpy.
1: Like it's just like a, a good okay, urban yeah. fantasy series. Charlene Harris, mm-hmm. right? Yep. hmm And I can't remember something Dead After Dark. Is that the f- I first one? I think that's the first book, yeah. yeah.
2: Dead well I it was Dead Until Dark.
1: Or it Maybe might be Dead that. Until. There's Maybe,
0: a, There's yeah. a lot of like Dead Dark uh, there's dark just like dead. a dead lot of something <laughs> dark dead, dead and tell, yeah dead <laughs> so down down it starts
1: with dead so if you're if you're interested in reading the books don't go looking for true blood cuz that's yeah. not the name of the books they're true bloods based on mm-hmm. those it's books. the suki stackhouse series mm-hmm.
2: well, it's so funny cuz when i i would never consider myself a vampire girly, but i mm-hmm. was really into for anyone who does not know you will know now i am a twhard <laughs> team jacob and uh <laughs> I, <didn't laughs> I was like right at that age when know. it was i know <laughs> i don't talk about myself very often and so i love like dropping more more fun facts about christina but um yeah, I was the girl in high school who sat with the girls who were all obsessed with Twilight, and we were really freaking annoying, and <laughs> um, I remember my dad driving me to Barnes and Noble so I can get the new book, and I remember texting my friends being like, have you reached this chapter in the third book? I was obsessed, and I guess I still am, but when I got to college, uh, my roommate mate got me into Vampire Diaries. Yeah. And she was also a vampire girly. So, like in our dorm, we had Twilight posters, True Blood posters, vampire diaries. That's so funny. And
1: it was, it was, uh. I wonder if like your neighbors were like, I'm just gonna lock <laughs> no, my doors No, shockingly. I just got myself a whole bunch of garlic. <laughs>
2: no, shockingly, the whole, at the time, the whole dorm was, because I think I was on, um, we had, like, an all-girls storm mm. and so everyone was into Vampire Diaries. So when the new episode came on, we were all, like, in the common area, and, that's like, so it was good. a good I time. That. I like, love that. sorority girlies, vampire girlies, everybody in between. It was, like, mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries night. Everybody get down to the common area, and so it was a happy memory. And so I realized, I was like, maybe I'm more of a vampire girly than I realized. Um, that's not my recommendation, mm. although if no one has ever watched Vampire Diaries, totally should because it's a fun time.
1: I have not watched
2: it. Um I, don't,
0: I, don't, I haven't oh, watched like I've only on watched Jenny Nicholson's like three hour long recap of the series. Oh my lord. It's <laughs> it's so entertaining. Good,
2: toxic romance fun. And I that's the only romance I love is like people are like, y'all should not be together.
1: They'll be like romances that are a toxic, terrible mess. This is a and problem. one of them is probably a monster or a killer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. One or both.
2: But um as far as books are concerned, uh, we there was a book that recently came out called Night's Edge by Liz Karen. And it is about this young girl. When she's young, her mom is in an abusive relationship and someone turns her mom. I can't remember if it's her boyfriend or if someone else, but like her mom is turned into a vampire. And so this young girl is grappling with the fact that her mom is dangerous and also very dependent on her to get her you know, blood. Right. And so as the years go by, she's getting older. Um, and uh, present day, this girl I think is in her 20s, and she's now like the same age as her mom, because oh. her mom was turned I think in her right. late 20s, okay. early 30s maybe. And so she's still having to take care of her mom, and it's this very toxic codependency, but she loves her mom. Um, But she's trying to live her own life, and Mm -hmm. she literally – her mom is like, you can't leave me because if you do, all these terrible things will happen. Uh, There's a weird cult element to this book. Um, There's a queer romance. It is very good, and it's part of – it's like the first book in a series. Mm. Um, And I highly recommend it. It's not super fast-paced, but when the action happens, it's, it's it's pretty gruesome. But uh, it ends on a cliffhanger, and book two, I think, comes out sometime next year, and I absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, I love when vampire narratives get really deep into things like addiction and— Complicated relationships. I, I mean, it's it just, is
1: you. I mean, there that what a that's just a metaphor for like, yeah, you know, the mother-child relationship yeah. where the parent is essentially an energy vampire yes. for you know and taking yeah. everything and expecting the you know wanting to live through the child. I mean, literally, this mm-hmm. mom is living vicariously, right? Yes, you know, because this child has to provide for them. So. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's really good. That sounds like a mess. It mm-hmm. is. It's a
2: fun time. <laughs> I always say it's a fun time. It's that's. It's actually really dark, but <laughs> it's a fun time.
1: <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Well, what about what about you, Adam? Did you have? Yeah, I okay. So
0: I was thinking no. about books. There are many, like Dead Collections by Isaac Philman I've already talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. My recommendation <laughs> is not a book per se, or a a movie but somehow is a little bit of both and i have to recommend Baldur's Gate 3 which is a video <laughs> game in which you can romance a very messed up vampire which i'm currently doing in oh my, my play God. um okay. but it's just a a video game that's kind of based off of um Dungeons and Dragons there's a lot of like D&D 5e which is like the current um Uh, like level, like the current uh, edition out of uh, Dungeons & Dragons, like the official game. Um, So it just uses a lot of that. And um, so you have to build like a party and go on adventure. So it's like very fantasy. It's very fun. Um, Lots of action. And they also have an element, like a storytelling element within the game where you can like romance certain party members. Hmm. Um, Which I was not interested in the game until I found out you you could smooch people. And then I was like, (laughs) okay (laughs) I love romance and fantasy and sad things perfect Um, but one of the characters is a vampire and you can um, slowly uncover his uh, messed up backstory and it, yeah it deals a lot with like yeah those themes of just like uh, mistreatment and like how like yeah vampires can just be like a metaphor for something entirely different within Mm -hmm. stories but it's very, very, very good. It's very captivating. It's been my whole life right now. Um, but, yeah, if you play that game, Romance Astarian, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> my, uh, my kids, especially my oldest son, but my kids love Castlevania.
0: Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, all
1: Dracula. Yep. And then Dracula's son, Alucard, which is Dracula backwards, yep. they were like, did you catch that, mom? <laughs> <laughs> got it thanks um yeah they they love that one and they play that all the time so mm-hmm. i don't know i've never specifically like asked about all the vampire lore in it but i mean mm-hmm. i assume mm-hmm. since he's dracula that there's a good oh a yeah good lot of the lore and um apparently the music is just incredible really that's interesting that's cool well according to my son so take that for what? professional. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh he that's what he listens to is video game music. <laughs> video game and music is usually pretty good. No, video game and, yeah. music is actually really good. Yeah. So that's not surprising. Yeah, no, he he thinks it's pretty awesome, but those are those generally top his favorite games yeah. are Symphony of the Night maybe is his favorite one if mm. I recall correctly. Huh. But um yeah, no, I don't know what else. Yeah. say about that other than just FYI there's a whole Dracula there's many video <laughs> games based <laughs> video games if you were if you didn't want to read That's or so watch many, a movie yeah you wanted to d- dive into the vampire lore vampire.
0: hmm yeah I think for me I don't read a ton of vampire books just because I'm not not that that I'm not into it it's just I haven't encountered a ton um, but on my TBR list I have Fledgling By Octavia Butler because it's one of my partner's favorite books and favorite authors. That's how we first bonded when we first met. And I feel like I should probably get around to reading it since we've been together for a decent chunk of time. (laughs) And then um, since I recently reread and really enjoyed Dracula, um, I kind of want to sink my teeth into another classic vampire. So I have Carmilla up next. Specifically the edition that Carmen Maria Machado edited, and I think has like commentary throughout the text. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Because I know there's a lot of like queer subtext mm-hmm. to Carmilla, and uh, Carmen Maria Machado herself is a queer person, so I thought that would be a really interesting way to consume that that story. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm excited to to get to that. Maybe that will be my Halloween read. Mm-hmm. That's actually a perfect Halloween read too, because yeah, it's, it's, it's very short. Mm-hmm. You can
1: get through it in like just an there. evening. Yep. Yep. sit there at the door waiting for the kids wine. to come with king. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reading it. Uh did you have any other fave um, um, Dracula vampire slash that what you know?
2: Yeah, I I mean I love I love horror classics and I love recommending I Am Legend
1: mm-hmm.
2: by Richard Matheson mainly because when people hear the title "I Am Legend." They think of the Will Smith movie, yeah. mm-hmm. and they—I was surprised to realize that people thought that that was a zombie film mm. because of the way the vampires are portrayed in that movie. Yeah,
0: okay.
2: But they're vampires, and maybe in the movie, uh, they're more zombie-ish than. But in the with their book, they're very much vampires, and I love this book because it's very science fiction-y because this Mm. man is literally like technically the last human man on earth and he's also like a scientist and so he goes out during the day and you know will try to study up on how people have become these like Not ghouls, but vampires. And he's literally, you know, pouring. He's he's got all this free time and trying to figure out and solve why these people have become vampires. And then at night, he kind of just, like, holds himself in his house while the vampires are literally, like, banging on his doors and on his windows. And he has to turn music on to, like, block out the the vampires outside because they can speak, which is kind of creepy. And they're, like, calling his name because they know he's in there. And uh, it's it's really good, and it's one of the books that. Another thing that some people don't know is that it inspired *Night of the Living Dead*. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. George A. Romero was very inspired by the story and the vampires, and so in his movie, you know, they're ghouls. They're not even considered zombies until fans start calling them zombies. Okay. But the mm-hmm. stories are slightly similar. And so, and I love when that happens. I love when books inspire movies. It's yeah. just like my yeah, favorite that's really thing. really cool. But I highly recommend it if people like science fiction, or at least like a science fiction-y approach to a vampire story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess if I could fit in one more, um, okay. Tananarive Do's yep. My Soul to Keep. It's part of a four-book series called African Immortals, and they're not – technically vampires per se the word vampire is never mentioned but um it's multi-perspective storytelling and it's about this woman who is married to this very handsome man he speaks multiple languages and he's very intelligent and what she doesn't know is that he's part of this immortal brotherhood uh that he has to keep a secret if she finds out about it uh he has to you know Unalive her. (laughs) And but the people in her life that she's close to start figuring out that something is off with him. Mm. And so he's just like, Oh man, I gotta I gotta off these people. And so she's like not understanding why the people around her are disappearing or dead and it's kind of—it's not as toxic of a relationship as Twilight. It's kind of just a—you <laughs> know, it's its much better, and it's more developed and brilliantly written. Mm-hmm. And um, Tananarive Du writes a lot of horror fantasy, and so the story is developed so well. And I'm so far, I think I'm two books into this series, and I like to read one every year because I'm bad at reading series, like, consistently mm-hmm. from beginning to end. I have to take a break. But um, it's really good if you want books um, about blood and immortality. So it's kind of a twist on a vampire mm-hmm. trope, but they're not mm-hmm. s- technically
0: vampires. Interesting, interesting. Really good. Okay. I've been meaning to read that author, yeah, for ever. I cannot stress er- enough how amazing Tananarive Re- is. I literally I only
2: list. heard good things. I got a list, I got a list of list. really good books That's, by Tananarive do. Okay.
1: We'll we'll make sure that we put maybe that in the show notes if you've yeah. got the list. Yeah, oh yeah, list, Like we'll just like we'll just have her own like I'm super awesome to do <laughs> list. That's what it'll be called. Read the up. super awesome list. The super awesome list. Yeah, uh, we'll make it real hard for people to understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other, I, I think I saw on your I saw on your list Salem's Lot, and I recognized yes. that while I read. A ton of King as a middle schooler, that is one that I never read for some reason, and I don't Mm. know why. So should that be my Halloween book? Maybe. It's very
2: good. That is my first Stephen King book, Salem's Lot. And it's a good one to start with because King is really good at uh, gradually introducing large casts of characters. Mm -hmm. And if you like, you know, small town narratives and – uh, because you've got this evil that comes to this town, but the people in this town aren't necessarily perfect themselves. So it's kind of like we have a monster in our midst, but also we are also
1: kind are of monsters. terrible people. Yeah. They're not all terrible people, but yeah. No, but I think King's really good at that He's too. He's so good. Like the monster is out there and the monster is also He's you. also us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's it's got creepy moments. It's got sad moments. Um. And it's definitely one of my favorite vampire novels for sure. And I, books where small towns start slowly succumbing to, I don't know, some kind of evil um, creeps me out a little bit mm-hmm. because one by one, uh, because they can't go out during the day, one by one, the town just gets quieter and quieter mm-hmm. and people start going missing and it's just like I haven't seen this person in a long time and you're reading you're like they're vampires but it's just (laughs) it's very unsettling and I think he does that so well and so like definitely if you want to make that like a a Halloween read that
0: makes me it reminds me of um, that one movie I can't remember if it's good or not but I was obsessed with it in high school Uh, 30 Days of Night it's based off of a graphic novel I believe I watched it because I was obsessed with Josh Hartnett (laughs) full disclosure (laughs) there is a, a pattern (laughs) of reasons why I read and watch things but oh my god yeah that one is like a a small era yes I mean also (laughs) a small tangent Penny Dreadful excellent series so many vampires very spooky Um, but yeah I remember watching 30 days of night when I was younger it's like that same thing where it's like small town it's very secluded it's in Alaska basically like everybody gets snowed in and then the vampires come and just like descend on this town and it's terrifying. And that's
2: extra scary because those people are trapped. Yeah. Because it's literally three days of night.
0: Mm-hmm, they literally cannot leave. It's really, because it's in a it's so remote scary. area in Alaska.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. That just it did not occur to me like what, how that changes a vampire mm-hmm. novel when yeah. it's set in a place that has like no sunlight. extended nights yep. or no no sunlight. Like yeah. if it's, you know, like the, the very tippy top Mm-hmm. Of the north, so uh, apparently, are there a lot of those? Um, actually, that's a good question. That's the only
2: story I can think of where uh, vampires take advantage of thirty consecutive days of night. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, especially since they're using that that it's they show up and they're just like, we know that you're not going to have thirty days of night, and they're very um. Rabid vampires too. Oh, they're yeah, not they're not like suave, sexy. Yeah, no, they're spooky. They're, I mean, spooky. they're spooky. They got like razor sharp <laughs> piranha teeth, and that they got that
1: whole Nosferatu vibe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's Which not I,
0: like the handsome one. It's the creepy, uh, crawl along the side yeah. of the building yeah. kind of vampire. It's,
1: it's funny. It's yeah. I wonder. I'm sure, I'm hoping, and we'll mention this, the, the program, The Vampire Lore, and so much more that we'll be having in November. But I wonder when vampires, like, did a little switch over to sexiness, like, from I wonder just, if it was
0: Anne Rice.
1: You know, I, yeah, I don't know who the first—I mean, I know they supposedly had some sway over you, and so mm-hmm. I think— you know, blood is like so visceral and mm-hmm. it's sort of inside of you. And it's like, you know, so there's that. And then there's that they can hypnotize you. I mean, in, even in Dracula, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then once they turn, that, you know, the women are all described as voluptuous. Yeah. And, and it's very clear that, you know, something about being a vampire makes you very. Appealing, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and like that, you lose your, you lose your inhibition towards sexual, well, towards killing people, obviously, right. <laughs> but right? Towards anything, and you, yeah, like your whatever it is about you that's like sexual is very heightened, and yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's even in Dracula. So, I mean, even though it's. There's just – there's not an explicit statement yeah, this right. yeah, yeah, yeah. is that. <laughs> you there's know, only very,
0: so much yeah. in
1: the 1800s. Yeah, you can't <laughs> use the word voluptuous 127 times in a book without like
2: uh, – I'm wondering if it was also an added – because when you – we've read Dracula and he's described as having like – what is it? Hairy hands. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not sexy. He's but not the sexy. the women are. Someone probably was just like – it would be an added threat to – make someone appealing and that's how they get you. And similarly to serial killers who are charming mm-hmm. and attractive and you the person next door. Um and even in Twilight, because he's like, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. And he's all sparkly. And she's just like, but I love you. Like mm-hmm. he's just like but I am. Like, meant, I want to kiss you. I am meant to attract and that's you how I bedazzled. get you. Mm-hmm. You are <laughs>
0: dazzled." <laughs> Crows are so interested in the of
1: this. <laughs>
0: Good lord! Uh,
1: I didn't, you know. I guess I didn't say what was on my TBR pile, which is not Ooh. anything having to do with vampires, oh. but is having to do with charming people. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I I did put. So I will put Salem's Lot on for sure. Yeah, and I will put on um, what was the name of the. Uh, my Soul to Keep. My Soul to Keep. i My Nerea Soul to do. Keep on. i put those on. Um, but right now I have – well, I have a ton of stuff. But um, Donald Bartholomew collected stories because Nathan Hill, when he came <laughs> to talk about wellness, his book Wellness, his Oprah Chosen Book, book wow. Club, Chosen Woo-hoo. Wellness – He told me to read it. Um well he didn't tell me, he told the whole audience. I was in the audience. (laughs) Um and I am susceptible to recommendations by brilliant and charming authors. So (laughs) um but he just the way he described it was just like it was just mind blowing. And so I was like, All right, I'm happy to read it. I've started wellness and I'm already really loving it. And I loved the little bit that he read at the at the event. Um was very like I Resonated with me deeply. Yeah. It was about the open shelving versus closed shelving hmm. in the kitchen. And I was like, I have never, never felt more seen <laughs> than that conversation <laughs> between spouses. That's so funny. About, who, about aspirational versus reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyways, it was really great. So, And then I also checked out, like, this big old stack. I wanted to learn to sew for a long time. It's something that I did kind of with my grandma. I mean, I was barely sewed. So I did it with my grandma, and I always associate sewing with her. And so I was like, you know, I really would like to just get to that. Also, I just hate every single thing in my closet. And I know that there's some great books and podcasts and YouTube stuff out there about, like – how to turn clothes that you already have into stuff that you would actually want to wear, I love that. Um, how to tailor things that you buy, you know, even inexpensive things, how to tailor them to like mm-hmm. fit you and look nice and, um, you know, fit your body. So, um, cause it's not your body that's wrong. It's the clothes that it's are cl- wrong. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think I might like be in my almost ready to hibernate. And so that's very phase. cool. That's very that's cool. That's what I think I'm doing. That's on my pile. Check back with me later
0: (laughs) and see if I've sewed one ding. Yeah, we'll see if you've sewed uh, any clothes and whether or not I bred Carmilla. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes
1: sometimes we lie. You know,
0: sometimes we may. (laughs) (laughs) We have the best intentions. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there we go. That's what I meant. Sometimes. we feel sometimes. like we're going to do things.
0: Yeah, and then sometimes we just get really um trapped in in Baldur's Gate 3 and that's Literally. your whole life.
2: <laughs> I don't think I yeah. did I did you did you already do your TBR, Adam?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, just Carmilla and oh, uh Fledgling. I didn't even think about my TBR. I was just like, I don't know. You it's, read so much. You read it's so long. read so long. Yeah, you read more um, than any other person, I think I've ever And heard. that's
2: what's funny is that um I've wanted to read more, and I've read a lot of horror classics, but I'm still trying to get through the really obscure unknown ones. Mm -hmm. And I love going through, um, if neither of you have heard of it, Valancourt Press is really good at publishing rare um, or at least underappreciated horror and science fiction classics um, from days of old. And so I've been trying to make my way through their catalog. Mm -hmm. But also because I am someone who works here at this library, and is considered a quote unquote horror expert, but has no like PhD don't, of sorts. I'm just like don't you I should quote read up. yourself. I just I literally I feel like I have to be a disclaimer and be like, I'm not an expert. I'm just a fanatic. Okay. There's like a I just really love blood. What's the and line gore.
1: between expert and fanatic? I have no really. idea. I mean. But like, I <gasps> don't know that there's. I mean, it's a, it's a thin line, and it's sometimes there's very a, invisible.
2: Fair, yeah, okay. very fair. But I've been trying to like read up on just the classics because I, you know, I wish that I had taken I had taken classes and actually gotten like a PhD in some kind of horror subgenre. But mm. I'm like, it's free to just go to the library, yeah, <laughs> and do my own research, and reading. And so my TBR is just endless because there are so many good horror books
1: out there. And Well, let me tell you what's cheaper mm. is going and getting your name legally changed to Dr. (laughs)
2: Christina.
1: (laughs) I'll just – yeah. That would be great. And I don't think – you need to really say anything more about <laughs> it. You can just.
2: Dr. Christina James. Which is funny because my dad is a doctor, but my mom also has. Her doctorate, and so <laughs> I just feel like I might just for funsies, doctor, doctor, just <laughs> skip all that like grad school stuff. Yeah, just put doctor at the beginning of my. They,
1: day. Will, be, they will be. They'll be so mad. They probably. They will be, be, so they so be about it. <laughs> be oh my gosh! All right, is there anything else we need to talk about before we do a little any backup? spooky vampire movie recs? Because I
0: think that's the only thing we didn't talk about too much. Oh, mm-hmm. I have one. Um,
2: if anyone has Shudder, it is a great streaming service for horror lovers and the stuff that you can't find on Netflix or Hulu, you you will probably find it on Shudder. And I, just for fun, I had this movie on called Messiah of Evil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just it's for fun.
2: It's a 1970s horror movie. Um, and it follows this woman whose father goes missing, and so she goes to this weird town, uh, and uh, she's hanging out with this guy and his harem. I don't know what these ladies are, but they're all <laughs> hiding out, and there's something to do with, like, the moon and this, this culty town. Something happens to them, and they become the undead, and I thought I was watching a zombie movie because of the way they unalive people. Okay. It's kind of gross. But it's also a lot of fun
1: if you like 70s <laughs> But they're, they're vampires. They're technically vampires, but they they eat more than just... they
2: eat, Yeah, it's not sexy. It's There's no, like, <laughs> with teeth.
1: Yeah. No, it's, they're literally ripping people yeah. apart gross. like zombies.
2: It's a fun time, but it's not... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just, I had it yeah, on... I think you
1: just did. No, yeah. I, <laughs>
2: I thought it would be on in the background as I was cleaning my house, but I kept, like, stopping in front of the TV because I was just like, what is happening? Um, no. If you have Shutter and you want, like, a really weird, unheard-of, 70s vampire movie messiah of evil okay on shutter now is
1: this shutter with two d's Yeah. which would make sense because scary but yeah then, okay shutter with two Shudder d's like, it's woo, it's
2: Shudder. a fun time especially since you can find the movies that they charge you for during halloween like on amazon prime it might be on shutter mm-hmm. and it's just that's where i go when i or Tubi. but like that's where i go when i but there's, but there's commercials no. Oh. No commercials.
1: Oh. They've got, like... you know, that would be, like, a... Like, right. And then it's, like, you yep. know, there's a commercial for, like... For laundry detergent. Yeah. Well, I literally <laughs> yeah. was about to say the softener, but, like, the yeah. same. Yes. Yeah, Like, there's that little cute bear. Yeah. Yeah. Hawking, no. like, softener. If you're,
2: too. like, a really big horror nerd, Shutter is really awesome, and it's... Personally, I love it. Sometimes more than Netflix, but... It depends on, okay, the shows. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, TV shows, them horror, them horror movies. Know. Check yeah. it out. And you know, the library. This is not sponsored. Always, the library <laughs> always has some spooky. Oh yeah, movies. Yes. So we'll have a list of those. Oh yeah, add too. that to
2: the, I might add that to the. I might yeah. be like add this to the catalog. Yeah, it's, we can it's just fun. yeah
1: we can do we can just do like a search for horror and do a couple filters and we'll just put that in mm-hmm. this yeah. too so people can can get to stuff. Lots of spooky wrecks. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I – I mean, aside from True Blood, I know that I've watched vampire movies, but I don't know that there's any that have captured my imagination. Queen
0: of the Damned is very campy oh, and yeah. stinky, and it's great fun. <laughs> stinky. <laughs> just – just it's so – what a silly, silly mess of a movie it is. <laughs> I watched it for, for the first time, I think, last year, and I was just like, yeah, oh. worth it. <laughs>
1: okay. Keep that in mind. Yep. Lots of, lots of stuff. Okay. Well, I, we, I think we're about to the wrap-up point. Mm-hmm. Um, we have meandered down very spooky <laughs> roads today. Very strange roads. Very silly roads. Spooky, silly roads. But I, I did want to make sure, because this podcast will be up before mm-hmm. this happens, that people know that – Vampire Lore and so much more will be coming. It is Wednesday, November 8th at 7 p.m. If Mm -hmm. you've even sort of liked our conversation today, come and listen to people who, like, actually have written (laughs) dissertations about (laughs) vampires uh, Mm -hmm. and vampire lore. I think that it will be wonderful. Giselle Anatole, um, who is um, the... I think not currently the director. I think she stepped away from a year, but the director of the Gunn Center for Science Fiction and um, Katie Conrad, who is in the English department and Annie Cocobobo, who I think is also, I don't remember what department they're in, but they all teach Dracula and they're all vampire experts and there might be one other person, but um, they're going to come and talk about all the different things that are super smart, About vampires and Dracula (laughs) that we maybe miss when we read it, Um, yeah, and things that we don't we don't always catch when we read it, like the things that are interesting, um, especially about the time it was written. And Mm -hmm. so, um, that's happening. Please come to that because I think it will be a nice Mm -hmm. uh, wrap up to your to your Dracula. Booktoberfest situation that mm-hmm. you've been in. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all I got. No? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading. Spooky reading. Happy
0: reading. <laughs> <laughs>